Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day today brings you another state of the music. Today's state is the show me state. And we're going to show you Missouri. Mm-hmm. Today. Um, let's start with Cheryl Crow. Yeah, that's a good place to start. It is. Um, prob- From Kinette. Probably... I- well, no, no, definitely not. I think I think we could both almost automatically put Cheryl Crow on the Rushmore. Almost, yeah, it's there. Almost, it's debate. And again, there's a debate. We're literally Here's gone through one. Here's what I think one. pushes it over the edge. So after Tuesday Night Music Club, we'll get back to that. Mm-hmm. The self-titled record that had the song about the gun the kid bought oh, at the Walmart yeah. store yep. that Walmart decided not to sell. Yep. At first they have relented. Yep. You can purchase that there. Mm. Right now. Um, but at the time her big concern was her family lives in not necessarily metropolitan right. Missouri and at the time, Walmart was really like the only place to get retail music, mm. really. So it was like her family couldn't even go and buy her record wow. because of that. So that's a real Missouri story. I think that might mm. push it over the edge. It might. Speaking of pushing over the edge. It is Tuesday night, after all. M and M. Uh, hailed for his love of Detroit and all of that, uh, but actually from Missouri. St. Joe. Um, and I think it is, it just doesn't make any sense in my brain, but, you know, it is what it is. He He's clearly uh, moved to Detroit as a young, not a young man, boy, and grew up in Detroit. Um, and has absolutely crushed the music scene for thirty years now. I mean, he go he he goes damn near yeah. He goes on when when you talk to some of the greatest rappers of all time, and hearing their respect for Eminem uh, of how they talk about him is it says a lot because it's just like the dude. He he's a he's just he's cool. a living legend. He's I'm just cool a legend. with getting into Marshall here because we didn't get into him in Michigan. Yeah, because yeah, he's from Missouri. Yep. But really reflecting on it, the Michigan experience shaped him way more than the Missouri. Way one. more. So 
maybe way that was more. unfair. We're the, getting back to him right now, though. But the the his the, first the, album, Infinite. Yeah. If you haven't heard that, yeah. that is dirty hot fire. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's been a while since I've said that. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. There... There are a lot of things about Eminem that just, it's like he's built a character and a persona over the years that is just, it's quantum, you know? Um, It's like an amplified version of Marilyn Manson, Alice Cooper, and NWA. Yeah. And... You know, when him and Dre worked together in the past, it's always just like, what? Dre was like, hey, who's this guy? Yeah, and the Marshall Mathers LP is, it's just like, it's, and that's his, that's his third studio album. And without Shady, we wouldn't have 50. Yep. We wouldn't have D12. That was an interesting time. Mm -hmm. Those blue and yellow purple pills. I don't think they understand how colors work. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, I think my favorite non-M&M Marshall project Mm -hmm. is uh, Bad Meets Evil. Yeah. uh, With Royce to 5'9". Man. Hmm. And he's evil. Well, Royce is bad. He's evil. Mm Mm-hmm. And... uh, That's some good stuff, man. They did that one song, uh, Sky Full of Lighters. Yeah. Pretty sure um, Eminem was at Bonnaroo that year, and they did it. Yep. And uh, Bruno Mars was a part of writing and singing on that. That's just so... I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. He... 220 million records sold. That's just wild. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Best-selling male music artist in the U.S. in the 2010s. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. And third overall. Yeah. I mean, the guy, you know, he's done it all. said he was artist of the decade in the 2000s. Yeah, and possibly the 2010s as well. Um, And, you know, and it was that thing of, like, even after... I mean, it, he had a very public um, problem with with prescription drugs, um, and ended up, you know, he's been sober for uh, fifteen years probably, um, which that's awesome. I mean, he literally he, has albums called Rehab, re- Relapse. Relapse. Yeah, I mean, it was a big um, part, and he's very open about it, and sure. he and he's very he's a person who understands the struggles of addiction, and you know is will warn his That's fans the about authenticity it. that draws everybody to him yeah. is the fact that these are struggles they can relate to as well. Yeah. You've got family members or maybe it's you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what has made him resonate. So he's had 10 number one albums on the billboard 200, 
which all consecutively debuted at number one, mm-hmm. making him the first artist ever to achieve this. And when when number one, five number one singles. And he is known for his rap battling. He's known for how he can take people down. And then you have idiots like Machine Gun Kelly who came after him and got spanked by Eminem. In a it, like, it was just like, dude. And everybody, everybody was like, did he just go after Eminem? Because he's like the most insulting rapper of all time. Like, he will go for the jugular. He's roasty. He's roasty, McRoast-faced. And if you go after him, it was like, what did you think was going to happen? And yes, I think it was a career move on Machine Gun Kelly's part because everybody listened to Eminem's thing and was like, oh, well, he's going to come back. And Eminem just destroyed him and basically said, dude, get off. You're, You're ridiculous. But, anyways. I just want to point out something interesting. You know, he's talked about his family, particularly his mother. Um, His dad bounced when he was one and a half. Um, His mom almost died. She was in labor with him for 73 hours. So he's been literally a pain in the ass since before he, was he took his first breath. Mm. That's how long. Mm. Um, his parents were in a band called Daddy Warbucks, and they played in Ramada Inns along the Dakota's Montana border before they separated. Mm. Never heard that before. No. That's pretty, nor pretty w- unique. Nor will you ever hear it again. <laughs> uh, we can only hope. You know what you will hear again, though? Is some Chuck Berry. Yes. Chuck Berry. Uh, from St. Lou. From St. Lou. Um, one of the, he's the, he's an icon. He's, he is practically the inventor of rock and roll. Certainly, of a, Chuck Berry. certainly of a guitar style. Um, and the guy, uh, he, he may have been a little bit creepy, but. Personal, personal aside. But personal aside, the dude was a legend. He, I mean, I I think we can both, I, I think I can speak for you when I say that that scene in Back to the Future oh, it's is the greatest. an absolutely, mm-hmm. it, it is that. Yeah. I mean, Marvin Berry and the Starlighters, Marvin picks up the phone, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin oh. Berry. You know that new sounds you've been looking for? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. And he's playing Johnny Be Good. Mm-hmm. Just love that, man. Mm-hmm. Too yeah, good. Chuck is... We saw Chuck. Yep. Chuck in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Late 2000s. Was it? So 07 or 08. Hmm. Um, but his backup band was the Silver Beats. Oh, man. It I was... think I've referred to them before. They were an Asian Beatles cover band, and they look like the Beatles. Yeah, they do. They sound like the Beatles. Yeah, they do. But they're Asian. Mm Mm-hmm. And they apparently can also play Chuck Berry songs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and Chuck, I mean, even as an old man, was tearing it up. Oh, yeah. And it was a thing of like... Shredding. And it was like, you could just imagine how good he was back in the day, Mm -hmm. you know? But... 
I mean, yeah. Um, one Michael of my McDonald, oh. I, one of your favorites. Gosh, the, he's one of my favorites too, Jay. He's not one of my favorites at all. Well, by God, the man was in Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. Yep. And uh, that's a true statement. He's got a pretty immortal part in the 40 year old virgin too his voice just makes me just i'm just like oh boy no absolutely not so i guess you're prepared to make a comment about the fact that he collaborated with van halen no doesn't bother me okay yeah um i'll tell you something that doesn't bother me at all is listening to nathaniel rateliff that with or without the night sweats I mean, I would go. I would do both. I, I, sure. You know, I'm not picky. He's he's amazing. The night we saw him too. The night Gosh, sweats. This sounds like a highlight yeah. reel, but the, we totally. Yeah. I dragged your ass to that show too. Yeah. You had no idea. I had no idea. I'd never heard him before. I was like, Bro, You're like, dude, you got to come and see the show. And I was like, all right, man. I get there and the place was like packed. Slam. And I was like, oh, clearly I've missed the ball somewhere. And they came out and absolutely torched it, and it was just like. It, it was, was like flaming going, hot yeah, in that room. It was man. it was like going to church. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was just it was that good. Could and, have been yeah. religious in yeah. a number of ways. Yeah, it was it was really 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 awesome. Sarah Evans. Mm-hmm. Love Sarah Evans. She's really really good. Yeah, she's a country music singer, uh, record producer, actress, author. You name it, she's done it. Um, um, kind of like uh, T Bone Burnett. Um, who has kind of oh, been? Oh, bro! Now, now you've switched from like the garden spade to the snow shovel. That's right. All right, T Bone, let's dig. Yeah. So, record producer, guitarist, songwriter. Um, he basically—I don't know if he started out, uh, but he certainly gained popularity by being Bob Dylan's uh, guitar player in the 1970s. Um, and from there, he's done, uh, you know, everything from um, movie scores to soundtracks to, uh, you know, like producing a lot of great records. Um, he's done his own solo stuff, and it's he's very, like, what is the word? Like, it's almost like cold blues or something. It's very, like, like mystifying to me. Um, it's got an ancient yes. kind of, uh, yeah. like but it's cool. antique, yeah, almost. Yeah. Um, but it's a, but it's a, but it's a, it's a great sound. And it, I don't want to sound like a hipster, but I would say vintage vibes. No matter yeah. what kind of vintage, mm-hmm. numbers of different vintages mm-hmm. of vibes. Um, but he's, he's mastered. He's won Grammy awards for Record of the Year with uh, Pre- "Please Read the Letter," which was the. Uh, um, um, 2008 it was amazing he won the album of the year for the Oh Brother Where Art Thou uh, soundtrack as well as Raising Sand yep. the Allison Krauss and Robert Plant contemporary no. bluegrass album and that is amazing it was so good they looked back on it how long ago like 10 years yeah. or so after mm-hmm. and we're like we should do this again we should do it again um, he won Best Compilation Soundtrack for a Motion Picture uh, with Cold Mountain, Walk the Line, and Crazy Heart. <laughs> Did you is, see Crazy Heart? I didn't. With Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges. I, I never saw it. It's great. Yeah, I've, I enjoyed I've heard, it. I heard a lot of good things about it, but I, 
but Maggie I never. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Was she in that? Gives a fabulous performance. Hmm. Yeah, she's the love interest. Hmm. But yeah, he's uh, yeah. T Bone Burnett is just a, he's one of those guys where you, you just go in and 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 buckle up. Um, he also did the uh, he was the composer for the True Detective show for HBO. So if that's the kind of dark, mysterious whatever that I kind of hear that comes out in that show quite a bit. He's also a golfer and was raised in Fort Worth, Texas. Well, there you go. Um, another one of the, I guess you would call it all times, um, is Charlie Parker, uh, the saxophonist who, uh, one of the most influential in jazz, of all the horn players. Um, um, he's from St. Louis as well, and this guy played faster than anybody before him. Um, he was just like, blah, 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 and just had this way of controlling uh, the instrument that just absolutely melted people's faces. Speaking um, of melting faces, mm-hmm. Fontella Bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what Fontella Bass is known for, she hit number one with Rescue Me. Rescue Me. She was born in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Nominated for a Grammy twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's another? The Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Uh, you want to talk about a rock band with some with some grit? Well, pow. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, if it, they had the song "If You Want to Get to Heaven," um, and that, it, that was in 1974, and in '75, uh, Jackie Blue was the was the next song, and then beyond that, you're never you're gonna hear them on classic rock, rock radio. Those two songs, that's what you're gonna hear. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. On the complete other end of that, Andrew Van Wingarden, and I might mispronounce that. And if I did, I'd beg forgiveness, Andrew, because I can tell you that I am a huge fan of MGMT, Mm -hmm. and that is his band. It's been said that they have, quote, an uncanny knack for producing pop music that sounds as if it were filtered through a kaleidoscope. I agree with that. I like that. I, I do like. Agree I, with every word of that. Yeah, I do Born like in that. Columbia, Missouri. Yeah, I do like that band. They're they're. If you haven't heard them yet, go check them out. They're great live too. If you ever ever went to Showbiz Pizza before it was Chuck E. Cheese, mm, that's a blast from the past. And the band mm-hmm. on the stage. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the monkey and, and the, the or bear. The, yeah, and yeah, all of that. So that band is in his video. For electric feel with MGMT. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And you don't need a kaleidoscope to see them. Hmm. But. Hmm. Uh, how about old Bob James? I actually just picked up a Bob James record uh, uh, not too long ago. It was a live record he did in New York. Um, and half of it is fantastic. Like, the first half of the record, I was going, oh my goodness, this is a heater. I'm in a heater. And the second half, he just got really spacey. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he lost me. And the thing about that is, is 
music is for different people of all you know uh, uh, somebody out there it's thinks the second side yeah somebody thinks the second side is better than the first side so but that's the great thing about Bob he's, James yeah he's, like, a, he's a jazz keyboardist I would say before he really uh, reached a new relevance um, he wrote the theme song for the TV show Taxi mm. it's called mm-hmm. Angela so he probably made quite a bit of money that TV show ran quite a it's bit still on still on yeah um, but according to Vice, uh, music from his first seven albums has often been sampled and is believed to have contributed to the formation of hip-hop. There you go, Bob. Thank you. Big Bob James. Big Bob James breaking it down for us. Rock. Mm-hmm. And rap. Mm-hmm. And jazz. And just, what do you not do, Bob? Taylor Momsen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> There's so, none of that in Marshall, Missouri. So Taylor Momsen um, played Cindy Lou Who in the Jim Carrey movie The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, um, or How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, and then, fast forward about uh, maybe 20 years-ish, and she became a rock singer who would just go out on stage with like pasties on and that was her outfit um and that's i mean they became a very popular band and nobody knows why cindy lou who (laughs) that would be who yes yeah Uh, so i'm gonna throw this in there and this is another person that branded themselves with missouri hmm. and i'm prepared to accept it after we conceded our mistake with uh, with Marshall earlier, uh, Nelly was actually born in Austin, Texas. Mm. However, he didn't name his band anything about Austin, Texas. No, they were the Saint Lunatics mm-hmm. after Saint Louis. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I um, I just man. I love that song, Country Grammar. It's great. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, let's see. Let's go do one one old school one uh, with Coleman Hawkins. Plus, I did a uh, a hot chicken challenge. Oh. And they turned off the radio and turned on Hot in Here. Ooh. While I was it's eating. Hot in here. Mm. Mm. So eat my chicken. My- Oh yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do that. That's mm. I did it. I know I you shouldn't did. have. You should not have. Uh, but Coleman Hawkins, um, nicknamed the Hawk, um, also Bean, because I'm assuming his head just looks like a bean. Um, he's a, a jazz tenor saxophonist, um, one of the f- very first really prominent jazz musicians. Um, but he was the guy that brought the 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 tenor saxophone to the front of jazz um which without that that i mean there's no coltrane there's no uh, you know there's so how many saxophone players are there that would never have been experienced the way that they were without coleman hawkins are you experienced have you ever been experienced i have mr hendrix 
Sorry, wrong state. Wrong state. We'll get there. We'll get there it's eventually. The end. We'll get there yeah, eventually. Yeah, I was just realizing it's going to be a year. Yeah. There's 50 states. Yep. We're like halfway through. We're halfway. We're at 22, I think. 23. We're halfway there. We're halfway Living there. Living on a prayer. <laughs> uh, uh, Tech 9 from yeah. Kansas City. Yep. Um... He has a record label, Strange Music. He got the name, yes, it's based on the handgun mm -hmm. due to his fast rhyming chopper style. I like that. Uh, he later applied a deeper meaning to the name, stating that it stands for the complete technique of rhyme with tech, meaning technique, and nine representing the number of completion. I think that gets back into that Wu Tang thing. Yeah, I think that's. I think he just made that up because he wanted it to be like a, a the gun and you know gain popularity because it was always in the news about how the Tech Nine rare and so yeah. He's been on albums with E Forty, Ice Cube, Three Six Mafia, B O B, Twista. Busta Rhymes, Kendrick Lamar, Lil Wayne, T-Pain, Snoop Dogg, The Game, Wiz Khalifa, CeeLo Green, T.I., 2 Chains, Corey Taylor of Slipknot, Eminem, mm -hmm. Logic, and Boys to Men. Hmm. What a nice close to the list that was. Mm -hmm. um, and to do a little Nelly throwback here, we also have Chingy, who uh, apparently had a uh, feud with Nelly starting in the early 2000s and uh hopefully they have ironed you out their they're differences. back to hanging at the holiday inn i hope so we all hope so okay um grab so, us some hen yeah so pat he, Matheny. Eh, yeah pat Matheny's awesome uh, i've just never i've and again personal you're one guy he's a, dude. yeah he's like a jazz guitarist composer pat Metheny group i mean they have uh, they he's have from a, lee summit missouri they have a ton of albums um and there's a lot of different small combo you know like duet people that play with him and i mean he is a great player it's just something that never has struck my fancy let me say something interesting about pat that i didn't know mm -hmm. um We've heard this story from Alex Chilton and the whole foundation of Big Star. Mm -hmm. A number of people, the the 64, the Beatles, changed everything for mm -hmm. lots of people. Mm -hmm. And for Pat, for his 12th birthday, his parents allowed him to buy a guitar, and it was a Gibson ES-140. So, yeah... That guy. Mm-hmm. That um, guy. Yeah, good for you, Pat. <laughs> did we talk about SZA? No, we did not. SZA is from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But she was raised in Maplewood, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And starting... She was, like, probably, like, early 2010s um, when she started kind of breaking onto the scene. Um... You know, R&B, um, you know, she's had a, you know, great, great career, you know. Um, speaking of people with a great career, I'm going to give this one a shot. 
this gentleman is from St. Louis, Missouri. He turned 50 earlier this year, and his name is Alion Damala Buga Time Puru Naka Lululu Badara Akon Fiam. We know him as Akon. Thank you for that. And also, we are very sorry that Johnny just butchered that so horribly. Oh, it's horrible, <laughs> but I'm not Senegalese. Yeah, that's true. And um, you're the guy that put out a song called Lonely. So. Yep. yep. So, uh, let's see. Missouri. Missouri, who's your who's your, uh, who's your your Rushmore? What you got? Um, I, uh, I don't know, man. I think I've got Chuck Berry. I think I've got Eminem. I think I've got Charlie Parker. And my last one, I want to put Nathaniel Rateliff, but I think I have to put Cheryl Crow. And that's the bottom line. I'm going to go with, did you say T-Bone? I did not. He was high on mine as well. So I'm going to go with T-Bone. Mm-hmm. Did you say Chuck Berry? I did. T-Bone, Van Weingarten mm-hmm. from MGMT, and ooh, I forgot about that band. We didn't even talk about them. The Urge. Mm. Jump right in. Jump right in. Um. I'm going to throw Nelly in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go for a wild card with multiple Dove and Grammy Award nominated and winning Ian Eskelin well, from Springfield, go. Missouri. Well, there you go, folks. Um, album for the day coming to you from the great state of Missouri, the Mizzou. Um, yeah, be sure to follow, uh, follow us, like, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. Uh, shoot us an email at album for the day at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you when we see you. All I wanna do <laughs> is have some fun. I got a feeling I'm the only one All I want to do Smack that all on the floor Smack (laughs) that You want more, smack Uh, that Little mashup that the world never asked for right there Mo Maybelline (laughs) Why can't you be true Oh Maybelline After starting the podcast You can search for the album Use the three dots And hit add to cue Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!